Tell her we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 119. We in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most. B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know how this goes. Please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you need branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. And if you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify, please rate us five star and leave a review, especially a positive one, because that helps out with the algorithms. Okay, episode 119, weekly check ins. How are you doing this week, brother? I'm cooling. I'm cooling. I definitely have been tired. I, like I said, there's a lot of new things and new responsibilities and new roles coming out. So, you know, heavy is the, he who wears the crown. So I'm definitely trying to, you know, adapt to that. I've been able to kind of start resetting and, you know, finding more energy to put in all my endeavors, whether it be this, my nine to five, my personal life, my relationships, et cetera. So definitely, definitely pushing that forward. Um, And yeah, man, just been busy dog, like between work and then this and photography is like, yo, Things is just moving, moving. So definitely trying to just, you know, add a level of organization and like just doing things my way and not the way people want necessarily want them done. So that's really just been a move. How about you? How you feeling? Hey man, I, I kinda like that. You feel me? You can't complain when you was when you want stuff on your plate, right? You feel me? You wouldn't want it, the plate to be empty. I like sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, you know, uh Memorial Weekend pass. Shout out to all my veterans. Remember all any any fallen soldiers out there. You know, shout out to you guys. Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm excited for this week. It was a short work week for me this week. Um, shout out to my home girl Charlene for graduating with her masters. You heard, boom boom, master gang, welcome, welcome. Um, but like I said, you know, I'm just trying to get into flow of things. Just trying to maintain. You feel me? Honestly, that's where I'm at at this point <laughs> in this year. Maybe during the fall, I might have a resurgence of a different feeling. But for right now, I'm just trying to maintain, enjoy the vibes, you know, surrounded by loved ones, you know, and be grateful for what things that I have. Now, speaking of that now, as, as we talked in our last episode about about the 30s and was just what is like being in the 30s. I came across this clip from Rory. He just dropped his debut album. I thought it would be different. And he was he was just talking about, I sent it on Twitter. I, he was just talking about what inspired him about this album. And I think, you know, everybody loves when we do our little transparency moments. I think, you know, let's give our take on after we play this video. It's called, I Thought It'd Be Different is the name of the actual project. You have a lot of arrogance, I feel like, in your 20s. You really think you can plan, God willing, the next 50 years of your life. And I don't know where that 
arrogance comes from. I don't know if it's maybe like a naive thing, but it hit me in like a, a really wild way coming out of my 20s. When I was making this album, I had lost pretty much everything I had worked for. Palooza was gone. With that left a bunch of friends. A podcast I had built was now gone. That left with friends. It's like everything I had known since I was 20 was gone. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like some things can just end. It's great to get toxicity out of your life. It's great to move on from things. It's great to accomplish things and then leave them the fuck alone. But it never really addresses that hole that it may leave. Even though toxicity was there, it was something that was keeping you whole. And I feel like I use this album in that time kind of as like a way to fill that void because all I had known for my 20s was just constantly filling voids of things that I thought brought me fulfillment. And I think it's really important to leave people in certain eras. I, I follow the meme pages too. But when you have to leave your... I ain't gonna hold you. He was spitting. First of all, album to me can go up there with top R&B album of the year. Maybe even just top albums of the year. And I know it just came out I gotta give it a few more listens, but it's off the first playthrough and just know, picking out my favorite tracks. It's already a great album. We don't have to do a deep dive. I would I would like to do a deep dive once Slick hears it a bit more. So maybe next episode we might do a deep dive. But overall, filling that void, that shit spoke volumes to me. Especially because you know I know a little bit about his professional career a little bit and seeing what he'd been through in the public light with relationships, podcasts, and just starting a new business and even managing um, groups. And he is so right. When you, there's like, I ain't gonna lie, you do try to fill that void in you. And I feel like now that I'm in my 30s, I feel like now I am starting to submit as a person. I'm starting to finally... I don't want to say lay the final brick, but I'm laying, I'm fine. I'm, I'm laying the, the, the foundational brick. I'm laying the last of the foundational brick. I know who I am. I know what I want. I know who I want around me. I know what I want to do. Like I'm starting to really like become be breezy. I'm, I'm literally becoming who I am. I feel like in your twenties, it's just a whole wild of just, you want to catch a vibe, but you want to think about the future. You always think something is going your way, but it's sort of like how we've been talking about what, what was it? What we called it before when we just um, the hopelessness. I told you, ass. Okay, I'm not giving you a whole credit about it. It's not all hopelessness, but it's sort of like that. It's kind of like you go with the flow. You can make plans, and you obviously know that you got to put effort into the plans, but. You don't really control much in life. There's too much variables and you only can control the controllables. And that's what I think you really should be focused on. And I just think I thought it would be different. Be it's so it's such a, a great title because if you look back at if you look at your aspiration at twenty, slick, you thought this would how your life would play out if you really sat there and planned in your twenties? Um that's a good question. I think yes and no. I think that I was like, as I, he was spitting and as you were talking, I thought about in my life, in my now 30 years of living, I have notoriously and infamously always been going with the mission. So the mission was school, go to school. Mission was get to college, get to college, graduate college on time, graduate college on time, get a city job, good benefits, do that. 
I've always moved to other people's blueprints. And I think that where I am today with opportunities and things of that nature has definitely been bred of that. But I also could say that at numerous times on this journey, I have definitely questioned my happiness and what am I feeling trying to fill the voids that are left by me chasing happiness. Everybody knows I'm Pisces, dreamy, dreamer, always, you know, I always feel like things could be better. I always, or I see the things that I'm like, oh, this could be cool. But at the same point, I think I appreciate where I'm at now. Like I thought it would be different because I was always following other people's plans, other people's ideals, right? And it's not a bad thing in a sense of like, it was stuff I also wanted to do, but it was more so like, since the plan was laid out, it was like, I didn't really have to take risks, you know? And now in my thirties, in my thirties, I'm okay with the risk. I'm becoming okay with the risk. I'm becoming okay with, now I'm not trying to do that. I'm becoming okay with, yeah, that's cool, but, you know, I'm becoming okay with, I want to do things for myself. And it's okay if that doesn't sync up with other people's visions. Or if I'm going to do something with other person's visions, I'm going to do it my way and not try to be like them, you know, and impart my wisdom in my way and be helpful in my way and be myself and be okay with that and that is scary because i feel like for so long we always talk about social media and the impact it's having on the kids but think about us stuff that we thought was how we always talk about the genetic line like that eat the boy like yours niggas wasn't openly talking about that and that's just a microcosm of things that have become okay what we should strive for what we should be right based on what other people are telling us so i think i thought it'd be different going into 30 i'm pursuing my happiness and I only care about what that looks like to me. And I'm well, I'm starting to only care about what that looks like to me. And I'm not necessarily, you know, worried. Because like we said, being hopeless, the idea of hopeless, shit is going to happen whether you want it to or not. And the really shit, I, hold on. And the really shit I, I saw this week was somebody basically tweeted and said, hey, if you worry so much about what bad things can happen, you're like, you're not going to live. You want to be in a constant state of just towing that line until that bad thing happens. Whereas if you just... If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You move forward and do what you got to do. So that's kind of where I've been at. I agree. And what you said about what makes you happy. So I think selfish selfishness get a, a bad rep or a bad narrative. And I know everybody says it's good to be selfish in your 20s. It's good to be selfish. When you're ready, when you can handle it. Yeah. And just throughout any stage of life, as long as it's healthy, it's all about balance. But I'm, to be honest with you, as cliche as it sounds, literally, bro, everything about life is balance. Find balance in relationships. Find balance in your career, in your passion. Find balance in you. And it's okay to have a healthy dose of selfishness. At the end of the day, you have to make yourself happy. And I think sometimes we also sacrifice a lot of our self-happiness to make other people's happy. We we love to pour into other people, but forget to pour in ourselves. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm dropping. Oh, shit. I'll even, Come on. I'll even one-up you. We think we're doing everything right and when things go wrong, we have no idea where the fuck to go next. You do everything they told you to do, but you still ain't where you want to be. You still struggling, you still hurting, right? So yep. you get in those pockets and it's like, hey, if you can just accept things for what they are, you 
you know, identify what's toxic, identify what's positive and productive, you strive for that balance, you'll be okay. So all my young listeners over here, even my anyways, just all my listeners over here, don't be afraid to take that step, control the controllables, and just know everything would be okay as long as you stick 100% behind your decisions and you'll make a way out. All right. Time to get into the show. Show. Hope y'all like this transparent. Bye. What's the alcohol today? Slick. Well, I think it's a whiskey ginger. I don't know. I'm going to just drink every episode. I might have to refill this shit too. That shit was all right. Oh. <laughs> all right. Um, do you want to go to the sad news or? Go ahead. Oh, you put me on to this. So. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, you know, um, on Twitter right now, there's been a cry. No, there's been a, a cry for justice. So a South Carolina convenience store owner has been charged with murder after allegedly chasing a 14-year-old and shooting him in the back after suspecting the boy of shoplifting. Now, the police has done an investigation and said they don't have no evidence of shoplifting. And it just sparks a huge outrage amongst the black community because once again, we have a young teen dying off of just what from racism is basically from a, a systematic system that is oppressing folks with this idea and it plague other folks. And it's just so crazy to me. So I just also want to just start off by saying, saying my condolences to the family of um, Cyrus Carmack Belton, 14 years old, you barely got to live. And I apologize that you had to go this way, especially of buying a beverage. And this sparks a lot of debate about, you know, Black folks need to, it's how we as black folks always give our helping hand to other folks and and other folks don't really give their helping hand to us. They they take from us, but they don't really, you know, it's like they, they're black when it's beneficial and when it's not, they're, they're not with us, even in our hoods. Just what should you? We had this. I don't want to play that Charleston White because you know. Really, I mean, even though he said something profound in that clip, but I don't really support the whole narrative of Charleston White, especially all his action. But just the overall thought of just race relations and just the racism in this country. What's your thoughts, Slick? I mean, America is built off racist practices and ideology. So I think it just comes down to the fact of like. If you talk about human to human, like there's a different level of justice for different people. And when you think about that, right, the system is catered to protecting certain groups and disenfranchising other groups. Unfortunately, when you think about picking a side and you think about like say life is a race, the black group is always at the end of their the, the last place, starting line, their starting point, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care if he was stealing a fucking dinner plate, like to shoot him in the back, that was the that was acceptable as an adult. I don't give a fuck about cultural differences. Just as an adult, he's stealing a beverage. You shoot him in the back. What fucking year are we living in? Right? Anything about race relations? We've talked about it many times. Like the other, some groups are more protected than others, and they there's that level of unity. So it always comes back. Excuse me. It always comes back. Well, why aren't the they're black laws like there are Asian laws, Jewish laws, et cetera, et cetera. That comes down to the unity of people, right? 
But historically, we've seen the disenfranchisement and the breakdown of the black community from uh, the different races, different islands, different locations, geographics, things of that nature, all the way down to, you know, skin tone <laughs> to the point like it's like, all right. Even location, like this, depending on what we separate ourselves by what neighborhoods we're from. <laughs> Absolutely. Even you, go by, your yeah. area code, your block. You feel me? That don't happen nowhere else. And unfortunately, society sees it as a hose. It's a black issue. We don't care. Because in their, in their eyes, we're never going to get right. But it's even more disgusting because, again, we're talking about children. How many children have been killed in the last seven, eight years due to senseless acts that could have been prevented? But a simple question. What a simple, sometimes you just take that out. But because of the lack of value of black lives, I can shoot you in the back. I can kill yeah. you over some Skittles. I can choke you out. I can kill you for selling cigarette, legal cigarettes, right? These are crimes that you don't hear about in other groups. And when it happens to black people, even if it does happen to other groups, it's plastered all over the news to see, like, hey, it's not it's not a call to action. It's, justice. it's a legit keep y'all niggas in line. And that's the sad part, right? To the Asian community, like, again, and I'm like, this is not with vitriol or anything like that, but it's like, how can you come into our neighborhoods in some instances? You know, you're setting up yourself for your life. And I get it. Sometimes you're working hard, you're having a bad day. You're in neighborhoods with people who are also could be having bad days, who are impoverished, right? Who don't have the resources, right? Yo, lock the stuff up, put it behind, get the CVS thing if you can, where you got to come and open up stuff for them or something like that, right? Yeah. But, but like the, the murder or like the blatant racism, like, and it's not all. That's a great, another point. It's not all Asians or whites or Latinos or anybody. It's like, these are all individual incidents, but it speaks to a larger problem of the race relations in our country. And it's, it's sad. So we do send well wishes to, or condolences, excuse me, to the young man that was killed at the age of 14. But it should be a wake-up call, at least. If they're not going to change laws, just understand that these are human beings. And especially when you're dealing with children, you will want that courtesy and grace given to your kids, regardless of what neighborhood or race they were around. So why wouldn't you give that to, you know, a young black man or girl? Yep, and just because slavery ended in 1865 doesn't mean that we're still not in chain. Just the chain is different and is invisible. Literally, the civil rights movement was 60 years ago, not too far off. And it will still, you can still look throughout history of actions that have plagued the community to this day. The industrial prison complex is only about 30 years old. So just, and I'm just only saying that for people that be thinking, oh, yeah, not, you know, it's not as bad. Yes, it is. It probably, it's probably not on surface as it was before, but it's definitely on the surface here. We definitely need to change on that. All right. After this, oh, this one topic, then we'll get to some more lighthearted news. But I had to talk about this Travis Rudolph case, man. This stuff is just... Bro, I saw this. This shit is crazy. So Travis Rudolph, a former Florida State University player, also an NFL player, has been charged with murder and three counts of attempted murder in, connect- in connection with a fatal shooting outside his Lake Park home two years ago. Apparently, you know, he got into a dispute with his girlfriend and his girlfriend informed her brother to come shoot his shit up. So four men appeared on Rudolph's doorstep after midnight to confront him about a dispute, about the dispute with his with his with his girlfriend. 
And they started fighting Travis Rudolph's brother and everything. So Travis Rudolph bought out an AR gun as they and they start he started shooting and they started fleeing. And unfortunately, one of the bullets killed one of the members, one of the four members. Now the trial has begun and this has social media on hot. What's your thoughts on the whole case? It's a lot of layers to it. Cause I was like, well, if they came on his property, doesn't he have the right to his uh, what Florida? Yeah, stay in your grounds. But the problem is, they left. He he chased. Yeah, he left in the car, and they chased after him, and he was still shooting. Ah, uh, see, that's the tough part. Cause it's like off law grounds. I feel you would feel like, all right, you caught up in the moment. Someone threatened, they're gonna kill you. That's but let's just say those four men. One of the four men had a gun. Not all of them, but one of them had a handgun on them. All right. So understandably, that's still dark. I think it was over the young lady that said that, like she said, he beat her. And he that didn't happen, right? Was that confirmed? Yeah. So it's a false allegation. I think you got to be careful what you say because people go niggas, especially niggas go 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 from zero to hundred real quick. Especially you talk about guns and you know all those type of play play situations. So that's definitely that's the first thing. Like you got to be accountable. Like I don't care what kind of argument we have. Don't don't tell your brothers come beat me up if I if I didn't put my hands on you. Like don't try to flex that. I think that that was something I did see a lot of people like Shorty's not taking accountability for her role in this because at the end of the day somebody's dead, another man's life career is over. Right? You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's a really really terrible situation. It's just like why why do we have to go this far? Like you don't come on my property talking hot shit. Like also understand it's hard to say understand the law when you ain't because right now when you see red it's on site. You know. I just really, really hope that they get to a, a, some kind of resolution because, like, I feel for Ke- for Mr. Rudolph. Like, how the fuck you gonna come on my my property talking crazy, pull up with with Thule and everything, talking all this hot shit? And then, but bro, but the thing about it is so crazy. If there wasn't a vi- if there wasn't the door cam that caught the woman actually physically punching him in the face, was it because he wanted? It could have. Was it because he huh? wanted to break up? Well, like, why she did she call? She said that he hit her, right? But what? Yeah, he he said. But there's an actual door cam of her of her striking him first, and and her being restrained by him and his brother. So they show it shows it doesn't show that Travis Rudolph was the aggressor at all. And then they try to delete the message. And mind you, like look at this overall. Shorty is still married. Oh damn! So she was out here cheating. Yes, she was still married, and but she was upset. Guess what? She was upset at him because she he she thought that he. You see how that crazy that sounds. You thought you thought homie was cheating on you, but you're still married. And you just caused this, and you told him to come shoot this shit up. Now you now you have a death on your hands, and it is it, getting at this girl because it's kind of like she's in. She's in this case right now. She took the stand, and she it looks like she barely one of her brother's friends passed away due to her and her being in her emotions. This shit crazy. Because, yo, bro, I ain't gonna lie. We could be transparent again. Me and you both come from, from neighborhoods that have, you know, some violence in it. There's been plenty of times I hear wars have started because a woman felt disrespected or so. Now, granted, if you see a woman getting hurt out here or a man beating her up or physically abusing her, you have actual, you know, you see it, then step in and protect that woman. But ladies, don't let your emotions 
cause lasting effects. This is prime example of letting your emotions put you in a bigger situation than they need to be. If, even if he cheated on your mama, let him rock. Just move away. Move yourself from that situation. There's no reason why you need to get your lick back in a way that caused harm. Because now look what happened. You did something. Now look, not only someone else, not 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 only that, but someone lost their life. But also now this leads into a man's fighting for his life now. All for something that could have been present, be prevented. So please, everyone, if you ever deal in a hostile situation, think first. Really, really understand the consequences or the repercussion in your actions before you take it, because it can have long lasting and you will have to answer to someone. All right. Oh, we this this been this been a tough first half of the show over here. Slick. You planned it. Should have known. You know, now it's time for me to get in my bag, Slick. You know, you gotta bring the lightheartedness. NBA playoffs. I ain't gonna hold you. I thought the Celtics was about to do the uh, the un the un thinkable. I thought there's yeah, I thought they was gonna come back, bro. But how the hell you did great the last three games? Well, they First of all, that that game six, how you let a nigga with a handline all the way in the back catch that game winner though? Fuck out of here, Miami Heats. <laughs> but then game seven, yo, Jalen Brown son, niggas was trying to pass you the torch. I ain't gonna lie, Jalen Brown, you had the chance to finally eclipse Jason Tatum because there's been talks, but you always kind of. Teeter the line. You finally had the opportunity to put yourself above Jason Tatum, and your ass was turning that shit over like a turnover at a bakery shop, nigga. Oh my god, <laughs> what's your thoughts? That like? nigga could not dribble to save his life. I was like, oh, you just lost yourself twenty million. You still gonna get two hundred and eighty, but that three hundred? No, fuck that. Um, See that Bronis Burgo coochie got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might not have gotten on that day. He was wilding. He was fumbling all types of bags. But no, nah, um, shout out to the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets making the finals again. Maybe not what we all wanted. We didn't get the star power. You know, we was a we was pro Braun over here. But you know, Jokic looked like he about to get a ring. If he could pull it off, though, I'll be like, that's this might be one of the best championships ever for in terms of like an eight seed. Bam, show the fuck up, Bam. This, Bam, had, Bam is not that guy. You know what it is? If you think about the bubble, right when he was averaging like thirty, Bam. Those there are players that when it's pickup. And it seemed like even though it's like regulation pressure, like but it's like you're playing in an empty gym, they look like gods. And then when you have to deal with the fan and the noise, like he just he's not that. And it's like you could go through people's chests. It was six eight center versus six eight center at points, but he didn't have it. He wants to shoot those jump shots, and that's like it's not a high percentage shot for him. There wasn't no jump hook. There was no drop steps. I just I just wanted to play defense. Hey, as long as you can stop Jokic to thirty nobody, points, nobody. bro. That's that, that's crazy to say. I'm gonna hold you to thirty, but he probably gonna have fifteen rebounds and twelve assists. So it's like, <laughs> what did you do? What did you? Really I know, do? but uh, okay, twenty five. Just hold him to twenty five and to. hold him under hold him under a triple double G. That's the only thing. I don't need you to score. Let let. Let Cal, let let the let the DJ Khaled nigga and <laughs> Jimmy Butler go off, please. Nah, bro. It's I think it's a lot. Of, I got I got Denver in six. I think Miami's gonna sneak one. They gonna get they gonna get might get themselves. They should they should get one. They might get two. Because remember, this is also a beef. They don't know how to close out. They don't know how to close out. But this, too, so this that's is, my problem with it. This the is a, they got beef though. Remember last year when uh, Markeith Morris pushed Jokic and then 
Jokic hit him, and that nigga was out for the rest of the season. So they definitely they gonna be head hunting in a couple of games. They they ain't no beef. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, Morris was in the wrong in that. That he nigga was, did all that shit. You can't tell hood niggas that niggas is wrong. Remember they got the picture of them waiting outside the locker room where they were just like, "All right, what up, my nigga? What's good? You feel me?" So. Nah, that shit was so trash. I'm like, nigga, how the fuck you sit here and go injure my nigga and then be upset that he he went and go return the shit back to you, my nigga? I don't know. Niggas be pussy. But it's all right. Know, I'm going I'm going Denver in six. But if Miami was now, to pull it out, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, this is out. This is a lot of trade rumor. Do you think Flan, um, Fred Van Fleet, is a pot is a good replacement for James Harden because James Harden don't want to be in Philly no more. He don't want to go to Toronto neither. So unless they're doing that with Toronto getting a trade exception, it ain't happening. That nigga going right to Houston because th- that thing about his contract, he can't get more than two hundred million from any team. The more I think the the Sixers can only give him two ten. Every other team give him two hundred two. So it's like it's eight million. So it's really where do you want to live? I don't think he's built for East Coast weather. He don't like that. He's a California kid. He played in Arizona. His two years in the East, he was miserable. Oh, three years. That nigga is not winning a championship. I ain't gonna hold you. If he go back to Houston, we all know what that is. He want to go to the strip club, which I don't blame him. He's a god in the Houston. Houston girls. He's a god, and there's no state income tax. He's gonna be stacking up coins, and it's like you got that J- team ain't going nowhere no time soon. <laughs> yeah, but it's like they also don't have to pay anybody two hundred million dollars no time soon. So it's like a like all right, we can help each other. You come back, you you put butts in the seat. They got the number three pick from last year, the number two pick from the year before. Sangoon looks like a good player. Terry Easton looks like a good player. They got money to go get somebody else. You mean Ronaldo single? Alperin Sangoon. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Ronaldo single. Nah. So they got some good young pieces that could pan out offensively. At least they could have a high powered offense, and you know that's all you need in the NBA to sneak into the playoffs. And maybe Jalen Green turns. Not in the West, though. If they was in the East, maybe. But think about it. OKC is going to get better. A couple of teams might get worse. But you get a high-powered offense with a guy that can give you 20 and 10. And you got a shooting guard that, by all accounts, with the right, with Ime Adoka as his coach and James Harden taking away attention, that could be a 25. He could be baby Zach Levine. He could be Zach Levine, which is and by himself is 27 points a game. Mm-hmm. You got Jabari Smith, who defensively was great last year. And then he figures out his offensive game as a stretch four, high-volume stretch four. That's a good problem to have. The young guys pick up. My Harden is on a decline before they need to get their money. And they gonna get a, they got a top four pick this year. They get one of the Thompson boys, a Cam Whitmore, to fit into that three spot. That's another offensive focal point. They'd be all right. I'm not saying they go to the playoffs or anything, Mike, but it can make sense. So I'm, I okay. think I just read Van Fleet might go to the Lakers for D'Lo. That's what I just read. The D'Lo was ass. Uh, I feel so. You know the thing about it is D'Lo. He, he was just bad in that series. No, no, he, no, but he no, was no. overall good. Once no, he no, came no, over, no, though, no. he would uh, he would be he'd have one or two good games in a series. So if they play in six games every series, that means for sixty six percent of those games, he was ass. So no, he's a good regular season guy because somebody has to take shots in the regular season. Some nice people show up, some nice people don't. But when basketball matters, he's not great. All right. Okay. Now on to music, though. I, I just sent I just sent I just sent a snippet to your to your Twitter over here. If you if you if you if you're familiar with the bingo card for this podcast, you know I just show hate to to Kendrick Lamar, and you know he just released a new track with his cousin. You feel me? But you know social media, the Drake Ventures, which I'm part of, was not letting him go off. That new Hillbilly song is a bite off of Sticky, and I'm glad social media is on him. He biting off the goat, Drake, 
fuck out of here, Kendrick Lamar. You thought you thought you was low. You thought you and your bum ass cousin over there thought y'all was gonna do this over here. Snick, you could play a little snippet of the hillbillies. They might have took it down. They're not fucking with it. Really? I just sent it. They ain't fucking with you, G. They said, fuck that. You talking shit. You can't play our shit. Biting the flow. They just put a side by side. Biting my niggas flow out here, Kendrick. You already know who you already know who top two and not two, nigga. The boy, the chosen one. Mr. Do Right and Kill Everything. Champagne Poppy himself. Stop biting, nigga. You riding a nigga's dick. Okay. Anywho, now, on to the mugshot of the year. Danny Lay got arrested for DUI. And I ain't gonna lie, bro. That girl is fine as hell. She gonna... even, even through her mugshot, my G. <laughs> she better be found in a prison sentence. She, yo, she dead dragged that nigga for a whole block, bro. Hey, hey, you know how what's that nigga Jordan Meeks? Mm-hmm. Um, what's that nigga that had all the girls going crazy? Yeah, I know you're talking about light skinned nigga. I'm yo, Danny Lay, you can you can get this bell money out of me, girl. <laughs> hey, 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 I'll bail you out. You want money in your books? You want some commissary, baby? I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you some mail. Um, you know, um, you know, niggas niggas in a joint, like, you know take like like girls to send them pictures so Danny Lay I'm gonna send you some pictures of me baby so you can post it up so you know when you in that cell you need to think about somebody you feel me so she got arrested um in Miami she was drunk around 2 a.m so she allegedly hit a nigga on a moped and apparently was dragging the moped Oh no! So she was in the car. She was in a gray Mercedes Benz, and she hit a nigga that was on a moped. So she was in a car. Oh no! She going to jail, jail. Yeah, she going to jail. jail. That got, he had spinal <laughs> fractures. It's over. He's going. She's oh, going. I thought she was on a moped this whole time. So that's why he was taking it serious. Oh no, my baby girl might be in jail, jail for real. She got charged with three felonies, dog. It's over. Oh, and she was just starting to come back. She just came back with a new track. I like the little EP. Oh, no. I thought she was on a moped. I thought she hit a nigga when she was driving a moped. I was like, oh, it's South Beach. You know, niggas be drunk on a moped all the time. But no, she was in the Benz. Oh, no, my baby girl. Yo, free daddy late. <laughs> oh, man. She going to jail, bro. It's over. Sorry. Oh, no. Thank you. Come again. It's over. Oh, man. Now, Slick. On Twitter now, you know, you know how Twitter be making niggas feel old though. But this one was a good reminiscent. They was talking about 2004 songs that was going crazy. Slick, you know, we was we was in we was in junior high school around that time, right? Slick, nigga, was I? 2000, yeah, 2005, six, seven. I might have been. I think I was in like fifth grade. <laughs> All right, but what was some of the what was some of the tracks back then that was like mm. Soldier Boy? Anything you can get off LimeWire. Anything you can get off of Soulja Boy wasn't there at that time. Soulja Boy came around 2006 with What Happened Then. two years after. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. But you, Nelly Grills, I ain't gonna lie. Nelly Grills was one of the songs I had to low by lyric because I saw all the girls were singing it. It's bad for me. That, you know, I had, I, had, I had to get them lyrics down pat for that. You feel me? Nah, nigga. You, wild, you a wild boy. I'm trying to think. I remember back in those, those days, that's when you go to the store, get the dollars, mix CDs. 
And that's how what? you thought about music. You couldn't even download proper music at that time unless you had LimeWire. Well, that's when bacon, egg, and cheese was two dollars. Now I'm about to Sorry. say you get a hero for three dollars. Now look, 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 look at some of these tracks. You had Jaquan Tipsy, nigga. What one? Here comes the two to the three to the four. Should act like like she like she go on tour. My nigga, it had leaned back, my G. If you was in New York City in 2004, you don't have to be outside as an old nigga. Just outside in general in the streets, my nigga. Lean back was... So my niggas don't dance. We just pull up our pants and do the rock away. What? Now lean back. Oh, actually, shout to Sierra. I forgot Sierra been in this game. Damn, next year will be Sierra's... 20th year, so she came out with goodies. Remember goodies? Yo, I ain't gonna lie, Sierra has one of the best. Remember niggas thought she was a man? <laughs> Yo, bro. <laughs> but her first album, she had one of the, if we want to talk about debuts for artists, Sierra's up there. She had one of the best debuts ever. She had one of the best rollouts as an artist. Yo, um, you had Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Kanye West all falls down. Come on now, That's G. Classic. That was 2004. I remember that. You had Hotel Cassidy? Girl, you wanna come to my hotel? That's Bro, one. this video. Dip it low by Christina Milian. This is when she shelled out of that innocent girl act and started showing up the sexiness. That's I ain't gonna lie. Dip it low was one of them ones. 2004 was definitely <laughs> a good time for some music. Yo, I'm 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 looking at some of this shit right now, bro. This shit brings back so much memory. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to my white folks. We had Ashley Smith, piece of me. Now that's what yo, that's one of the shits. Black people, I ain't gonna lie. We gotta do a list, maybe on Patreon or maybe whatever in the future. We gotta do songs that are acceptable at the black cookout. We're not inviting white people to the cookout. We ain't just inviting their songs. Piece of me by Ashley Smith. No, Ashley Simpson. I remember that right. It's one of those ones. Huh? When did Kelly Clarkson had a hell of a run at that time too, didn't she? Oh yeah. Was since you've been I don't know since you've been Clark. That might have been, been like oh, five. Let's find out. But that was my shit. Here's the thing. It started And then Lord way. Banks, you come on now. You from Queens, my nigga. This is your time to shine. This is when Queens niggas was on top. G unit. You had niggas, yo, niggas, niggas had the genuine sneakers. Yo, if you, if niggas used to get the tank tops out here, I still have it. Talk your shit for Queens. Talk your shit for I Queens. I definitely still have the tank top and the jersey. I have all of that shit. I wore it to Rome's birthday party. And then you, then you had Usher, yeah. Uh, Confessions. Usher, I think Confessions. Confessions came out in 2004. I know because I had it. I got, I bought, I bought Confessions like four times. I bought the, the iTunes version. I bought the regular <laughs> version. I bought the special edition. Yo, for all my real niggas, juvenile slow motion for me. Uh, slow motion. I like it like that. She ain't working that Mac. I don't know how to. Nah, bring it back. Bring back 2004. I forgot. 2004 had some shit in it, bro. Nah, Yo, you cool. had Nickelback. Oh, Nickelback. Even Little Flip Sunshine was popping back then, bro. I remember back we can go on 106 in Park because, you know, radio only played the shit that was regional. So you could find all the shit that was popping around the country. Good times. Good, good time. Yo, what happened to Baby Bash? <laughs> you remember Baby Bash at that time for for like two years? He had that nigga, a run. He had a cyclone. I remember that shit. That was runs. Frankie J. Obsession. Oh. No S. I'm order. Sign. And then that's when Beyonce started coming out. Which one was that? That that's was when she started. Start, that's when she started her legendary run. 
Nah, 2004 was really was really that shit out here, bro. You 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 young niggas, I go, I'm sorry, I'm not old, but I don't care. You young niggas wasn't outside for New York at that time, my nigga. Even as a young kid, my nigga, that's when niggas was really earning their stripe as a young nigga. You feel me? Now y'all niggas just stay indoors all day. But yo, Maroon Five, this love, that's a lot of song that belongs to the black cookout. I ain't gonna hold you. I fuck with, I fuck with this love. And then I'm gonna just do one. Oh, Petey Pablo Freaker League. Even though Petey Pablo need. Oh, it's slow jams. She says she wants a Marvin Gaye. Salute the Vangels, a little Mina. And Death is at this party. All right. I ain't gonna hold you, yo. If you have time today, go check out some 2004 songs. We might make a little playlist for it, maybe, possibly. I ain't gonna lie, 2004 was lit. You ready for the song of the week? Speaking of music, let's do it. All right. If you are listening to this on YouTube, please exit and go to one of your favorite streaming platforms, whether that is Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, you name it, we are on there. And go listen to hear our song of the week. Or you can go to Apple Music Playlist or our Spotify Music Playlist and listen to our previous songs of the week. What's your song of the week this week, brother? Uh, To start it off, man, I ain't going front. I had a hard time picking my songs of the week just because... I didn't know which Bob I wanted to go into. You talking about some dope-ass albums and shit. I was like, uh, I ain't listening to much. But then I came to the conclusion that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You don't got to fix it, right? So first record I am going to play is from my man Omarion. This is one of them slow drinks off his new album. This is called Alkaline Drip. Let's get it. Tell me that sex is overrated, yeah I tell you it's time to be upgraded, yeah Sorry that it wasn't that connected Sorry that it wasn't that invested in you But I'ma show you what the real ones do I'ma pace myself On your chocolate lips Got you feeling lifted, baby That's what you've been missing, baby yeah. You say you're sick of the same outfit Shout out to the boy Omarion on that one, right? That's Alkaline Drip. The album is actually a vibe. I played that a little bit. And next up, I played like two of his records already. This is St. Harrison, man. There's no need to even go any further. This is Ego Talking.
Delicious. That's the boy St. Harrison. Eagle talking. So, Slick, I know this is not a competition or whatnot. And usually, when it comes to the R&B, I give you your your flowers. But this week, I think I got you this week. I think I got you this week with my two combos. No hood book of shit. My first one is Joseph Solomon, Black Like You. And let this one play a little longer than usual. Solomon Black Like You. Shout out to him. He's on tour right now. Actually, he's in New York today as we filming. Um, he's with an artist. So shout out to him, though. Um, my next track, I talked about this earlier in this podcast, from the new album, I thought it would be different. This is Rory, featuring Conway the Machine. See how this thing goes. Giving it all just for a minute. Featuring Conway the Machine and Halibut Brown. See how this thing goes. Off the new album. I thought it would be different. Go stream that. Shout out to Rory, though. And shout out to the new Rory and podcast. And also, a lot of shout out to Rory. Congratulations on your daughter, my guy. You know, shout out to you, though. Always good to congratulate a new father. But you go listen to our list. A song of the week on our Apple Music playlist or our Spotify Music playlist, but that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick 
Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service Announcement. Hey, hey, no special guest this week. But here at the TSA, it's a safe space to be toxic and let your mind wander. Now, this week, I don't really have too isn't you, it's different topics or maybe different couples, but it surrounds just new relationships. Slick, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on the Carisha video that she did about spending Diddy's money? <laughs> she put a video about that? <laughs> <laughs> you saw that video when she was in the store purchasing a lot of stuff and then Diddy just look like, God damn, this girl costs a lot. <laughs> She a bad, she a bad. And it, had, it had all the Twitter bodies. Yes, bitch. Because the internet loves to see a man have to spend his money. They love to see it. There's nothing wrong with that. If you got it, that's how you're going for it. Keep it up. Did he, they know what they got going on. There's nothing, we don't have no understanding about what happens behind closed doors. But their social outlook, she came up big. She getting the gifts, the trips. She getting she on all his songs. Every song that has come out from this nigga is a Carisha remix or a Carisha. That, oh, yeah. Act she Bad just joint. released the song with City Girls and Fabulous. Yeah, Act Bad, which is the video makes the song a lot better. But the song ain't that great. But it's his ass twerking yeah. and just, you know, JT. Shout out to JT. She's looking like a snack in that video. But... Yeah, nah. I mean, she doing what she's supposed to do in that case. Like, she don't got no public mans. She got a baby father. She out here with Diddy. Diddy, if he if he like her like that, he doing what he need to do with her too. So you can't really be mad at it. It's just the way the game goes. You gonna see like if you got bread and you spending bread, they gonna hype you up on it. Especially if you putting bread on a woman, they gonna hype it up. Oh, bro, I don't know if I want to be toxic. I've been doing a nice rebrand. You made the schedule and, um, for today, so have fun. Uh, I know, I know, but I did a nice rebrand, especially last week. I got a little credit for how my, you know, and also I've been giving out the game these past few weeks. My only problem, and this is my general theme for the next couple of topics, is stop analyzing these relationships and also keep your relationship business off the damn internet. Because this is the same girl talking about she don't want to play second fiddle. I'm single. I don't want to get married. I don't want a man doing all of this. But slick, it shows you women will put up with anything as long as money's involved. Come on now. (laughs) We ready? Are we ready? Slick, come on now. I know your energy a little low. Are you ready to pod right now, slick? I don't care about this, but sure, let's go. <laughs> For Slick, this nigga has had multiple girls. At least money. I had had a whole baby on her. Why are we talking like we don't know what this does? But, but hold on, Slick. I mean, I have to go. I have to go down the list of the the the, the, the audacity. Nigga was on a yacht with with Bow Wow's future baby mama, kissing and all that. Had had a nice young tenderoni. Shout out to um, Jade Ramey. She bad as shit. But had all of this. So you telling me all this empowerment shit? Oh, we have high standards. So you telling me as long as I have the 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 the, the me money's yes. slick. Yes. Yes. Why? Oh, that's dope. They slick. It's lit. I'm. 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 I'm yo. All. All my niggas. All my niggas who know how to turn five thousand to 500. ten thousand. Five hundred thousand. <laughs> Tap in with me right now. 
right, or the real shit. You want me to pot? I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Money allows you to do shit that you can't do when you broke. Think about it. Hypothetical situation. You go out. No matter what you got at home, you go out. You got a little extra money in your pocket. You buy a shorty a drink. That is fucking with you. Like she's already like, mm, okay, he cute. I'm hissing on what he gotta say. Not on some stud shit, but you buy her a drink. Don't that conversation get a little bit more fun? A little bit more funky? Don't it? So think about that and extrapolate that a hundred times. So instead of buying you drinks, I'm buying you a bag. I'm taking you shopping with like a thousand dollar over my credit card, like go get what you want. Type shit. And I'm not barking at it. Ooh, think about women want to be provided for. We know provisions. They want it. And now and you see you said it yourself that we've had this idea about that the old model doesn't work. Because in a new model, they got to work, and then some women are still expected to take care of the house, right? So, of course, they might look out, oh, this nigga over here, my, my nigga not doing shit, but this nigga outside, he don't even, he don't even got to see me that much. I got to text him, maybe send him a titty pic, and he can buy me a bag. You feel me? So, yeah. money is the equalizer. I'm not saying it's right, because it's like, at a point, it's like, all right, I just want the money. I don't give a fuck about love. I don't Wait, give a fuck so about is that even the equalizer? Because now, shout out to Puff. This is no disrespect, Puff. This is just what's the word on the street and the rumors about. They playing little boy they, yeah, this nigga's been called suspect. Niggas talking about you haven't really party partied with me. Niggas have been saying random stuff about his sexuality, but she's sticking beside him. Man, she even got a DJ academics for even calling him a body boy. So you telling me the money is that great equalizer that this nigga could potentially yes, have? You not gay gonna, rumors? You not going to speak down or you not going to spend the bad because she's eating good. Think about what he's done for her career before. This makes so much sense to be slick. This makes so much sense. It does. It should make sense because think about what they was. What was the narrative before her Diddy started really kicking it? It was like okay, she and the city girls they successful, but one day JT gonna, they gonna break up and JT gonna be a star. And what's Karisha gonna be doing? You could argue that Karisha has leveled the playing field, if not ascended. JT's in her relationship with Diddy. They drop city girl music. She jump on some remixes. Karisha got a show. She's in every oh, you daily. Mean, you mean JT is in a relationship with Uzi? Yeah, sorry. First, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. Karisha got a show. She's on every right remix that they didn't get his hands on. She in it. She got her show popping every time she get it. She get guests that you don't that don't do no interviews. And they be wild. She don't have all the rap girls talking about whether they spit or swallow. Like, what's up? <laughs> she got the game coming out. She was just over here throwing it at Summer Walker, too. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm about to say. So, yes, she's come up. And the thing about it is, it's all it doesn't matter what the opinion is. A woman will let another nigga buy her a bag and be with her nigga right outside like nothing happened. And we keep this that He's throwing the bread She's living luxurious So there's nothing wrong And again She ain't just getting back This bitch got everything She won <laughs> And if she want to settle down Will she be like Alright yeah Diddy We had a good run She'll be like I'm single again And she probably will But it's okay Okay now I, not, not, I know Carisha could settle down But that's more due to her reputation And probably niggas just want to obtain her Because she's up there But But that's now, What, that do, not, what do you that, say hold on, about hold on, hold on, hold on. Girls that's not hold On Carisha's level Hold participate on. in that Hold activity on. but niggas is always going with what they seen they can't have like you see the girl getting out the nice car the bad the girl that's maintained upkept and but still outside doing whatever the fuck she want niggas always want that it's like i just want to say i had it and we talked about this last week in the subtle it's like a lot of niggas just want to fuck they don't want you forever there's a couple niggas that want you forever that you might not really want you know they probably best for you but you want the like you said they, they want the toxic they definitely minority yeah you know a lot of niggas i i give you the world to give me them booty cheeks and i'm like all right cool i'm good <laughs> This wasn't that special. That's fucked up to say, but all niggas have been there. Like, I hit it. I'm good. We still kick it. But all that lovey dovey, good morning text, good night text, you know, FaceTimes in between work shit, lunch breaks, that shit go out the window once you clip. And this is this is real. And if I don't talk to you, why we have to send you a bag? Yeah. 
All right, you not fuck with me? What you want? You want lunch? You want root Chris for lunch? I'm gonna have somebody drop it off for you. You feel me? It's a different game. It's a different ball game. So what you're trying to tell me is I could purchase yes. love. Yes, the same way you could purchase pussy. And love is, you could purchase and love, love. And love is sort you can't, of transactional. Wait, let me I'm lying. I'm lying. You can't purchase love, but you can fake it till you make. Hopefully, make it. I could purchase fake love. Let's say pur- fake love. Yes, yeah, fake love. You could purchase fake love. You could purchase outside love. Y'all could be outside. Everyone think everything golden. But this is this be my problem. This it's like you you make so much sense and it's all logical, slick. But why do certain women? I knew certain women loudly because not all women think this way. I'm talking about mostly. I'm talking about the women that be talking loud on social media, especially on Twitter. But social media not real. Why do y'all? Why do y'all be acting like y'all don't be doing this stuff and then talk down about guys? Look what y'all go for. We have seen this through time and time. Even it'll maybe not on a scale of Carisha and Diddy, but even in your local neighborhoods. You seen the drug dealer done that girl dirty, got her a little bag, and she was back on it again. Yeah. We see this. But it's also like it becomes like a new normal. Are you gonna like when you build a routine, right? How hard is it to break that routine after you've been accustomed to it for so long? Think about that. And not only is this a routine, like and for us, routine could be like just going to the gym type shit. Like you feel great after that hour workout that you you might be in painful, but you feel like so imagine that routine is like every week you getting some nice expensive shit that you don't have to pay for. So your your regular duties, you you still could take care of all your stuff and you still live in lavish. You get a trip every couple months, you know, you get flown out, you get no, nice gifts. I, I, I think saying. I think that's I think that's no problem. I just think when it when you when you do decide to settle down, I think that's when oh, guys have a lot of problems. It's like when you come like, settle down to a nigga like, okay, now you're looking for love and this, that, and that. it's like, hold on, mama. You just spent all this stuff here. And now like, a nigga supposed to kind of like I'm not that nigga to do that. Like I don't have that. Well, whatever he was doing, I can't do that. Or I, if I do that, this is a whole different relationship. <laughs> or you hold me to the same standard, or you don't respect me if I can't do that. But I'm just like, yes, I can't do that. But I can love you for who you really are. Not just nobody want to hear that. You. Nobody want to hear that shit. Okay, so this is did not great. Now you brought it to my main point of this. Hot take. This might not go well. Guys really date for love. Women don't. That's my hot take. I'm not going to expand on it. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. You right. You right. A nigga got guys really it. date for love. A nigga gotta putting that it. out there now. I'm 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 saving this when we have a lot of female. Probably, I think we do have someone scheduled next week. We have a lot of female scheduled this week, and I'm gonna put that on the docket. Men really date for love. Women. Hey, I don't know what y'all date for. I'm, I'm gonna leave that as a question mark and let the woman who comes on this uh, on this podcast expand on it. That's now. That door open. That's now, granted, now I would I, I I can't really shit on this per se per se this new relationship potentially because they haven't really done nothing and this was caught in paparazzi act. They called the paparazzi. YG bro. What happened? They called the paparazzi. You don't just pull up on somebody pull deck like that. Like, oh shit, that's YG and Sweetie. <laughs> you don't do that shit. But it's YG. You know, I think YG is a real nigga. You feel me? <laughs> so I'm gonna give him a little credit. So YG and Sweetie, I ain't gonna lie, was pictured in the pool, and one of those pictures looked like Shorty was tugging on it. <laughs> oh yeah, nah, she was she was she had salt pepper in my boy. It looked like you saw that that nigga had the that avant that avant meme. That nigga had the avant face on, like, oh my god. 
Now, granted, I know Sweetie be doing these niggas out here. She had, she had a little uh, baby spent a bag on her. Quavo. Apparently, maybe Offset or one of them. I just want to give her a fair warning. I better not hear people about this relationship. I better not hear niggas ain't shit. I better not hear niggas cheated. I better not hear nothing. This is this is when accountability. No offense, YG. I fuck with your music. I just used you for the Drinko De Mayo episode. I fuck with your music heavy. But your track history on relationships. <laughs> How you, you you turn my girl Kelani gay. You're that's the last why, nigga to fuck my baby. That's why you mad. Cause she took you. He took yes, you. I'm mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm mad, nigga. My my girl, my and now my girl is in fitness now, so her body is body. Yeah, and now, but that's off. She on her she on her Janelle Monet shit. Yeah, and Dobio out here scissoring you mad. That's all you mad about this nigga for. He said it. And my girl plump. My girl's yo, plump too. Can we talk about how wild like the diss tracks these niggas have dropped against each other? And it's so subtle. Oh, his is subtle. She be wilding that nigga out. Because <laughs> toxic, I was like, this is definitely about Kalani. Like I told. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, God damn. So 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 for you to turn my baby girl full full let's be honest because you was cheating on her. What now you gonna have sweetie now, nigga? I'm hating. That's not I got hate in my blood. That nigga said I'm not leaving my baby mother, so I'm very confused. What's happening? I'm very like he been straight up, I'm not leaving my baby mobs. And, and look what happened. As soon as those pictures came out, slick, the baby mama is already on Instagram subtweeting. That's why I said, sweetie, I bet I, she talked a little. She talked a little bit. She holds it down. So I'm going to give her a little credit. But she did talk a little shit about Quavo. Sweetie, shut it up. I better not hear no relationship goals about this one. I better not hear niggas ain't shit because this nigga track history speaks for himself. And I'm hating on this nigga why, right now. Why, why'd you get Pisces? Once he got it, it was over. <laughs> why'd you, why'd you put like, hey, you really going, you're not going to talk to me for real? As he hit it with that, it was over. <laughs> She's like, oh my God. Yo, I ain't going to lie. We got to do, we got to do a list of niggas who, who's jerk. He's in the rafters. He's up there with Nick Cannon with some of the with some of some of some of some of the some of the stuff on his list. He's he got, up there with he Nick got, Cannon. He got high tier work. He definitely has high tier work. That's impressive. He's, he got my yo, she full lesbian, bro. You really hurt. I know. I know. I told she you. That's why, that's why she couldn't be in my top my my uh, kill folk Mary. Because I was like, she changed her mind too much for me. I'll be upset. Yeah. No, no, the only thing that makes this feel better is that Jason Tatum lost. Fuck out of here. <laughs> all you, but LMA LMA is yeah. nursing him back to health too. So goddamn. All your women, yeah, all your, your women is outside. This is, this, is, this is why I'm toxic over here. Why I stick to the older ones. <laughs> See, Sonali, they ain't embarrassed me yet. Well, she ain't man. She ain't getting married. And she shaved her head and she was fucking with French Montana, a nigga that you don't like. <laughs> That nigga got money. Is that right? The nigga don't got the nigga got money, and I don't like him. I mean, I've been a great judge of character. He's probably a fucking terrible guy, so I'm okay with that. You can pick <laughs> shitty people over real love any day, baby. It's okay. It's okay. I'll be here one day. You're gonna run into me in the street. Now, I ain't gonna hold you, Lori Harvey and Dan Damson. Leave that nigga. Leave him alone. Please leave him alone, bro. He gotta stop embarrassing us, bro. He's, My nigga, he looks like he. Love. Yo, you see, you see a car wreck happening, bro. That's he, a car wreck ready to happen. A love. heartbreak car wreck. Let him be in love. Why can't be in love? Just because she, she's a idiot. Yo, he's in love. He is happy to be outside with his queen, and she just like, I, right, I didn't had all these other niggas. I'm, nah, that's not fucked up. Never mind. I didn't mean to say that out loud. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Gotcha>. you. <laughs> You I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna cut that shit out. But now, nah, but she been outside with Michael B. Jordan, Future, Trey Songz, had her foot on his face. Like she had been outside. She this is not her first rodeo. This this might be his first bad bitch. 
Yo, it's definitely his first bad bitch. Maybe his first bad bitch. Oh, you can't. You your can't first bad say bitch will, nothing. Your first bad oh bitch will break. She'll have you outside crying in the rain. It won't be raining for real. It'll be just her pouring water out the window. She will have Bro, you. Bro, I saw up. you saw that you saw that video of the him. Concert? She was just. I think she was just looking at something. This nigga was just staring at her. I'm like, she bad. oh, bro. She bad. But yeah, nah. Yeah, that's his first baddie. You, once you get your... Young men, any young listeners to the podcast, once you get your first baddie, it's going to change your life. It possibly ruin your life. Depending on how you bounce back, you might be hopeless. You might be hopeful. I don't know. But you got to be able to maneuver these streets. You got to understand. I'm telling you right now, that's going to be his villain arc story. I'm telling you right now. Yo, girls girls going to be hating on you, Lori, because once you break that nigga's heart, he's going to go on a rampage. It's he ain't over. settling down no time it's soon. Over. Nah, yeah. She violated my boy. It might be clipped. My boy is in love, love, and she don't look like she in that stage yet. No, no, no. You got, you got to keep it real. You got to keep. That's not, that's not violent. I feel like she could definitely be feeling him at the same yeah, point. Yeah. But women fall in love a lot slower than guys. Let's give them that credit. Women fall in love a lot slower than guys. A woman can love you, but not acknowledge it, or just be like, "All right, cool. I, I feel how I feel, but I just can't tell you that because I still got my my shit on on the other side going on." Once a nigga in love, he gonna tell you. I'm about to say I'm a, I tell a girl I love her in like, like three months. I'm like, yo, yeah, this shit real. I'm here with you. Nigga, I tell her after the first date. <laughs> wild nigga, wild boy. Nah, nah, I got my pride. You tell me, you know, like, you know, like, 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 say, niggas. After yeah, that yeah. first date, I'm trying to marry you. I'm trying to move you in. <laughs> shit, yeah. See, I'm an American single household, single mom household brother. I will just be like, oh shit. <sighs> you know, every, I can't stop thinking what's your, about. What's, what's your what's your Creole line that you say just to like make them feel like you special? What you say? Oh, mona. Shame on Amor. Oh, I can't I can't live without you. Oh my I can't stop thinking about you. I can't breathe without you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be looking. See, look, your first baddie had you out here like this. You don't know if it's love. You just like, I can't believe I pulled this. Like I was just thinking if I got you, how great it would be. That's a fact. And I think she do like him. Don't get me wrong. I think she do like him. But not at the level. You know, whenever you date someone, because, you can tell someone yo, likes the yo, person he, more than he, the other he person. 20, he's 26, 27. Yo. He's thinking this forever. She's thinking this is for however long she wants it to be. <laughs> that was a bar. That is relationships. Most niggas think forever. A lot of girls say it's for, for however long it serves us. <laughs> for however long it's Or how long is I'm entertained? Because once I'm bored. I don't even say it's bored. Sometimes it's like you get some traumas, they pop up and you be like, all right, cool. Well, that's not it. I'm out. So I don't know, my boy. I'm rooting for my guy too. Because. I ain't gonna front. Rome said this the other day, so I ain't gonna front this original thought. But it's like once he put that tweet, the snowfall, the last episode, fine chocolate nigga like me can't keep a bitch. Oh, they gonna bombard that nigga. I'm gonna be the first one to lie with that meme. Like, damn, Franklin, you fucked up. <laughs> oh, you already know I got that crackhead meme in my head. Yo, boy. Fine chocolate. I'm saying that shit in my head every day. Fine chocolate nigga like me can't keep a bitch. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Now, speaking of new love. Megan the Stallion. Now this one, I gotta put a question mark because oh, even mad. though Party for Fontaine has deleted all the pictures of them, she has been spotted with European footballer. Lukaku. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Ramelu Lukaku. Lukaku. Say that again. Lukaku. Lukaku. Spotted at a wedding. So at first, when the picture first came out, niggas was defending her like. Oh, y'all never been to a wedding? Maybe they just, you know, because he signed under Rock Nation Sports. Y'all never been in a wedding or whatnot? 
you know, Han Party didn't officially announce their breakup. Well, <laughs> new pictures came out of them being intimate, holding hands, and them them really close to him holding the shoulders. It's always the nigga at work. <laughs> it's always the nigga at work. <laughs> you see all that work husband shit. <laughs> Niggas just want to fuck they work wives. Women getting a whole relations with they work husbands. <laughs> they be a whole social event. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I feel sorry for my nigga. My nigga. Okay, you know. This is a toxic I know ass Megan went through a lot of stuff, a lot of trauma. So prayers and healing for her. She a fellow Aquarius, so I'm gonna give her some love. But this nigga was catching all the smokes. He was going to fight against the baby. He was going to fight against the Tory. <laughs> catching all smokes. Nigga tatted feminists across his belly. He was ready to die about that coochie. And I won't like to say, like I said in February, they were spotted together at her birthday dinner. So this shit is really recent. For her to pop out with La Coco. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> your women up the score on the city girls is up by a thousand. <laughs> Can't even defend your honor no more. <laughs> You're still gonna leave. What I say, niggas be in it for forever, women be in it for however long it serves them. <laughs> and now and now she says she's focused on healing, not music. Oh, city girls up oh, yeah. a thousand. That, that healing quote, I just need to take time to work on myself. No, you're working on some work, dick. It's okay. They might pop out back together in the summer, but that nigga worth more money. That nigga live in another country, so she ain't even got to see him that often. Oh man, I, I'm I'm happy that she hurt your heart. Oh, I'm feeling for my boy. They he was they was just gold. I want a man to carry me up the stairs, like yeah, so you could leave me at the bottom flight after I put you down. Oh, this is dark. Oh, Yo, shit. but as, as but as a real nigga, you like you want like okay, you don't want your girl to upgrade, but you don't want your girl to downgrade too. Like you don't want your girl to be fucking with like no, some no bum ass she nigga. Be, she should be right here. Where did, where is you going? Where is you going? That like, I will, I will, like when your girl move on, you want her to fuck with a, a nigga that's like near, like in the middle. You don't want to fuck, but she fuck with a nigga up there. Oh with, yeah, uh, with I'm, a, I'm a ghostwriting <laughs> producer, nigga. I got some money, but that's nigga is making what three hundred mil? Nope, bro. I was laughing. Somebody tweeted. They said any 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 nigga that gets a girl that's considered out of his league is automatically sexy to women because they was like nobody, nobody I ain't never see a girl post kaku anywhere but now this nigga calling that nigga sexy and I was like y'all niggas is now like y'all low key right <laughs> yo and also I saw this tweet is like yo don't be surprised <laughs> Cardi B is gonna look at lyrics that he wrote mad mad subliminals towards Megan <laughs> like nigga oh my god prayers to party because this I don't know I hear a hood nigga. So uh, he probably done had some hood bad bitches, but that was like his mainstream bad. He, bitches. Now his list is up there. He had Cash Doll. Shout to Cash Doll. All right, but oh. this was Meg, and we watched Meg glow the fuck up. Yeah, and Meg, Meg being in the gym too. She just posted a, a yeah. reel of her being in the gym, and she was looking, she was looking righteous at that wedding too. Yeah, nah, bro. She was looking righteous. Nah, bro. The diss track gonna be immaculate. And this is us, oh. like we definitely cutting up. We goofing around, but at the same point, as a nigga, that shit hurt. Your girl left you and got another nigga. Hey, possibly, possible. possible guess, guess, guess his network. Four hundred. One fifty. Oh shit! That's what I'm oh, contract. My. He it's about to double because now that nigga's about to be everywhere. He's about to be at the Met Gala and all of this. This is wild. If they if they come out with some nah, it's just my friend. Oh shoot her! I'm so. Oh shit! That was dark. <laughs> <laughs> this might not go well. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. That 
was wild. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just like, as a nigga, I went to a dark place. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, she over here focused on healing. <laughs> oh, that was fucked up. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean hey, that. that was a mean to stop. I really didn't mean that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I went to a really dark place. I was like, as niggas have been told, that's just your friend. Fuck out of here. I ain't never heard of that nigga before. You were lying. At- never mind. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. Bro. Party. <laughs> Bro. I can't even tell you anything, bro. Because it's not even like who, yeah. who, who, who you gonna pop out with? There's no other girls. Cardi married, Nicki married. So we Lotto know. got Twenty One Savage. Yeah, so we catching dick. Clo- um, you lost. Kylie Ray, Kylie Ray ain't really that. He better um, go get Kylie. Nah, you know he got he got like Kylie Jenner or Kendall Jenner. Which which one's the rich one? The billionaire one. Oh, uh, Kendall Kylie. Kylie. You better go get Kylie. Kylie. You go get Kylie. Shit, pull up with your white Kardashian. But he, she with Travis though. Okay, well, <laughs> he go Travis. He in a whole other world. But he better get him a white girl with some billions. Of course. Yeah, she's... that's why. That's why, fellas, you don't stand by that girl. <laughs> she going through. That was dark. See, look, you are... <laughs> look. I'm a, That's my girl. I'm gonna stand beside. Oh shit! Here she go. God damn. <laughs> Let me stand. I'm gonna stand behind her just in case she lying. <laughs> Oh, this nigga was really about to fight the baby and Tory Lanez and anybody else who had something to say on her name just to, just for her to pop out with a nigga with 150 had, M's. He better have been cheating. He better have did some fuck shit. He might have been DM putting money on Tory books or something. Nah, he's he's allowed one. He's allowed one cheat after her whole sexual history got put on that trial. No, 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 because that's that we can't violate. Because if they wasn't together, they wasn't together. Like they wasn't. If they were just talking and she was out here just bopping and he wasn't getting none, then that's like you can't do that. But still, that was just dark because it's like in, I, in, in less than three months, you pop out with a nigga with 150 M's. <laughs> Yo, let's talk about it. Girls, girls don't. Girls be trying to front like they be taking their time to heal and move on, Ain't and they no be over here. Oh, guys be trying to get under a lot of yo. Girls really be moving all fast, <laughs> yo. Because as a nigga, once you get a girlfriend, you lose all your hoes. Let's be honest, you lose all your hoes. And as a girl, once you have a boyfriend, you get all your hoes. Your hoes, your hoes magnified. Your hoes, your old hoes don't go nowhere. They just be like, oh, you still got that nigga? All right, cool. I'm sending send me a selfie. They think what they can get away with, and if you let them get away with shit, they gonna be around forever. So it's never gonna be a fair trade. And as a nigga, you pop up with your, you break up with your girl. Now you gotta take these girls on dates. They want, they want commitment. They need to show and prove. A niggas, a girl will break up. Oh, come to dinner real quick. Ah, oh, okay. I'm not trying to do. Niggas nothing. is gonna be happy to be there. And I'm about to say, and now you're getting your back blown out. And never mind. Let's go. Let's wrap this up. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go to this our choose one. Oh my god, this is a horrible. <laughs> to Diddy, to YG, to Dance the Intro, to Party Fontaine. City Boys is down. Yeah, we going City to, Girls is up. We looking like the Lakers. We get. We got swept this episode. We really got swept yeah. as a unit. Niggas is bad. <laughs> All right, to go to my choose one scenario, Slick. This one's a little out of pocket. This one is a little out of pocket. There's a video to it, but during the time, we don't have to play the video. All right, choose one, Slick. Mm-hmm. Would you jack off your homies or let your girl die? I guess I'm going to a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. We're coming back. <laughs> it's a 3 1. We're coming back. <laughs> what? Why am I touching dick? Why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why am I touching dick? Guys, there was a video behind it, but why it's too late to play it. Why I had to touch dick. That was wild. Especially after all the shit we just talked about that these famous women is doing. Why the fuck? No. I'm going to do that shit. You going to leave me for a nigga making 150 M's? Bye, bitch. <laughs> like, no. 
Oh, oh, I want to say this is this comes from the Fig Munity. Shout out to T Rail, A D Duno, and Smack. Uh, but they said they was they was, they was jerking their homies off. They said they was die. They was, she was gonna die. What they said? <laughs> they gonna let their home girl. They gonna let their girl die. <laughs> hey, hey, you seen how these city girls is active? I'm about to say hey, you could die, man. You asked me this question. <laughs> you asked me this question like last year or so, two years ago. I'd be like, I think about it. It was a hard thought. I was like, yeah, no. I'm not touching no dick because then no, she go she gonna leave you like yeah of course I love this nigga you out there touching dicks to save lives what the fuck why 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 is that a thing why you left me already now you gonna throw this out there <laughs> what's wrong with you I'll be furious oh I'm blowing every I'm blowing everything up I'm, how you gonna be the nigga like yo you really saved your girl and you jacked up your homies and now she up she with a nigga that's up 150 m's nigga they, you have to sit in the backseat of all car rides nigga you just out here touching dicks nigga like what. <laughs> What? And she not even with you no more. What? Yeah, nah. We, I gotta let you die, shorty. I love. I but thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm not touching dick. And first of all, I'm not touching my homies' dick. That's not gonna happen. Not dick. They gonna be like, yeah, homies. Because because we, we can't be homies after that. Yeah, like, I can't look you in the eye, nigga. What the fuck? Yeah, like what is wrong with you? I can only get a hey. new, that's, that's never mind. I would get a new girl, but at the same point, I'm not touching. That's, no, nigga, there's more girls than guys out I here in this you, world. If you got a twin, I kill your twin. Send me send a doppelganger. You, you know, you know how girls say you can't find a little girl like me. Well, that's I'm the a, point. I'm, I'm, I'm find better. <laughs> I'm gonna find one to die trying. <laughs> oh man, um, let us know your thought. Would you jack up your? I'll let your girl die. Every nigga is saying as much as they love their woman. She can change her mind. She gotta go. Well, Diddy, Diddy might be <laughs> okay. You know what? See, okay. <laughs> normally, I'm the one that be wilding when it comes to sponsors. See, look, you don't give a fuck. We just had that meeting. Like, never mind. All right. If you have any brand deals or business opportunities, please do check us at thismightnotmylord.com. If you're feeling us, listen to our song of the week. Make you sure might you might just invite them to a party. You know, you never really party party with Diddy. <laughs> I'm the host with the second most slick Grayson. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me do my intro. <laughs> and I'm the host. Whatever, uh, be breezy. Um, uh, whatever, nigga. Follow us on everything. <laughs> y'all be great. We see y'all soon. We out of here. Took out. Try and tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gonna get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh well, we try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> hey, hey, that's it. One take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one.